Hello and welcome to the SBP podcast episode 24. We are the voice of mobile film and I'm your host, Susie Botello. Our guest this week is in London. Dimple Devaras has created a movement and her video reflects that movement. It's called Cillians. Now the word has a meaning which she will explain during our discussion, so that's okay if you haven't heard it before. Dimple submitted her film into this year's International Mobile Film Festival in San Diego, and she made the film with Cassius Reiner. You may remember that name because Cassius was our guest on this podcast last month in the Smartphone Video for Professionals, which is episode 20. Uh, You'll find our discussion with Cassius very informative and entertaining, so you might want to go there and listen to it, but wait, listen to our podcast first. A little news about the film festival, which is taking place in San Diego on April 28th and 29th. As you know, we're getting very close to the celebration of mobile filmmaking around the world here in San Diego at the Marina Village Conference Center. It's the seventh edition of our film festival. So we're looking forward to meeting the filmmakers who are going to attend and be a part of the film festival's event this Uh, year in San Diego. But in general, we're really excited about sharing the films from all the filmmakers who made it this year. All the films in our film festival are shot with only mobile phones, and it's not all about the iPhone. So get that out of your mind. It's about all brands of phones. So I just want to make sure that you don't feel left out if you don't have an iPhone, okay? Whatever phone you have with a video camera is the best phone for you to share your story through film. And film is the best way to share stories, and you can share your films all over the world. Speaking of San Diego, some of the sponsors this year are from San Diego. And because they are from San Diego and in San Diego, they're providing extra support to us, and they plan to be in the film festival to meet all the filmmakers in person. I just want to give them a special shout-out. Lulu Films executive producer Mickey Harrison, Swords and Circuitry Studios, Jaina and Neil Hallford, San Diego real estate veterans Pia and J.R. Thrasher. And you know what? Instead of us going through all of the sponsors this year, please go to our website, which is at www.internationalmobilefilmfestival.com. And then Right there on the home page, you'll see all the logos of our sponsors and just click on each one of them and find out about all the awesome things that they do. And also go to their social media and give them a like or a follow. And, you know, you may feel inclined to mention that you found out about them through us, although some of them, you probably already know them. They all have a wonderful reputation. While we're on the appreciation mode, I just want to say thanks to our patrons on our Patreon page for your support. You're all rock stars, and we truly appreciate you. As a benefit for our patrons, we have like over 18 posts there, which are only for patrons. And most of them are exclusive podcasts with our guests. Not all our guests, but most of our guests have agreed to do special podcasts exclusively for our patrons, which are filled with information and in-depth how-tos. So they're sort of podcast tutorials in a way, but way better because they are discussions, they're in-depth, and we go into a lot of details. Um, oh, yeah, wait, hold on. There's more. There's, there's also uh, discounts for tickets to our film festival as well. So if you haven't and you want to support something great, which is greatly appreciated, then check it out. Go to patreon.com slash SBP podcast. Now we should probably just get going and talk to our guests. But but actually, wait, one more, one more thank you. I got to give a huge shout out to our brand ambassadors, Vesna Ristovska in Macedonia and Aaron Nabus in San Diego. You will meet Aaron during the film festival, and he's the co-host of the Hall H Show podcast, which has inspired me to host the SBP podcast, which you're listening to right now. We really are the voice of mobile film, bringing you stories and discussions from the industry with our guests. 
So I hope that you're enjoying them. And if you are, please do share. If you tag us, we will certainly show our appreciation with a retweet or a share or whatever is available on the platform that you're using. Links to our social media platforms are in the notes. I'm looking forward to meeting all of you during the film festival if you can make it out. If not, that's okay too, but just stay in touch with us. So hey, want to go to London? Let's go talk to Dimple Devadas right now. Good morning, Susie from London. I'm fine. It's a um, chilly, um, rainy morning. Wow. In London, UK. I love this. You're answering the questions before I ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tr- I've been trained well. <laughs> have you been listening to our podcast at all? I have, yes. Okay, so that also is a clue. <laughs> uh, you know, like uh, when uh, I'm sure you heard uh, your director, your camera person, uh, Cassius uh, Rayner, who we, um, uh, who was our guest a couple of podcasts ago, and um, I'm sure you heard the first thing I asked him is, "How's London Bridge?" <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, Cassius, uh, yes, he's the co-director of the smartphone film that we're going to be talking about today. Yes, so uh, London Bridge is is great. Uh, so is Big Ben. They're all they're all they're all wonderful today. I think anyway. Well, they're getting a you're getting a head start before they are, so that's good. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh, why don't you, um, well, just for our listeners to know, uh, Dimple is, um, is part of our film festival this year. She submitted a film, and we're going to talk about that film. Uh, we spoke with uh, Cassius, who, was the, who did the camera work for the film, and one of the things that um, I didn't want to discuss too much about you and your film with him, because... I planned on asking you to come on our show and um, and to ask you those questions. So before I start, though, I really would like to let our listeners know who you are. Okay, God, that's that's it. That's a big question. So um, I so my name is Dimple Devardis, and I uh, live in London, UK. And I am, um, I guess I'm many things, um, but I work as a doctor um, and I am also a psychology coach, but I'm also um, really into social impact movements. Um, And I um, got into, I guess, smartphone filmmaking recently because I really believe that it's a real powerful way to actually capture and spread messages um, all over the world. So um, I so I do do writing and uh, I'm a speaker. So I do many things. So um, what brought you to this um, to your interest in in what you just said and your cost to create a uh, decide to use uh film basically to to share yeah well the um the idea so shall i go into the i may as well go into the film now so the film is called silience in london so um 
actually silience is a is an absolutely beautiful word i don't know have you heard about uh, it before have you heard of silience before uh, no, actually, the first time I heard it was through you, which is why I love what I do. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, I came across um, the word um, through actually the TED Talks. And um, there is a TED Talk by this guy called John Koenig. And he basically is building a dictionary of words um, where... Um, these words that describe certain human emotions, he he noticed that there's loads of um, situations where words don't exist. So he's actually building a dictionary of all these words that he's made up, essentially. And silience, um, so I came across that word, which um, essentially means a kind of unnoticed excellence um, that carries on around you every day um, unremarkably. And I just thought, wow, that's actually really powerful word. And it's um, a very sort of almost mindful word. And as a doctor and a psychology coach, I think, you know, there's just, um, I, you know, I come across people like every day and not happy, you know, they, um, maybe going through a lot of stress and that's not just in you know the UK's like globally what's happening and I just thought actually you know if we all pause I mean that's what mindfulness is about and I am a um I do a lot of mindfulness as well myself personally and through my psychology coaching work um and you know if we if we all sort of you know paused for a bit what what is it that you know we're missing around uh, so I thought, actually, you know, I live in London and I've, you know, passed through to Falgar Square loads and loads of times. What if um, I went with my smartphone camera and um, just, you know, captured a couple of hours of silience that, you know, um, that was going on? If I if I just passed through, I would have missed it. And so that's what Silliance is about. And I um, went to one of Cassius's workshops, film smartphone workshops, and I approached him and I said, would you like to do this? And he said, yeah, let's let's do it. And that's how the film came about. You know, when I first heard the word, um, I thought it had something to do with silence and resilience just because of, of, of the way that the word sounded. Uh, but that's a that's a, a very interesting story. Um, when you when you said you were at the park and you were capturing images, it kind of reminds me of the things that um, children do, because uh, our minds as adults were were sort of directional when we're walking through a place, and children are sort of sort of curious and they notice things that we don't notice. Um, Absolutely. And the way that, they observe everything and it's uh it's actually uh it's really good and healthy to do that actually to just sort of live in the moment be you know yeah you're gonna go there but that doesn't mean you have to miss the in-between you know yeah no absolutely so in you know when when we actually shot both of us when with our smartphones and went into Trafalgar Square, the actual approach to my smartphone filming is actually what I call a phenomenological approach. And at the time, I was doing my, um, just completing my master's in psychology coaching. So what that means is you you are in the moment. None of the, the shots are staged. It's um, literally... Um, being there in the moment with the people um, around you and just um, not ascribing any meaning or judgment and just interacting. So all of the the scenes and the people in Silience, um, we literally came across them on the day and uh, none, none of it was stayed. It was just as as we were just passing through Trafalgar Square 
and and it was just absolutely beautiful um the you know what we captured and the yeah, people we met and also the slow motion effect um which of course he's a big fan of he likes that effect but i thought when i saw your film that it worked really well because it was really pausing that moment in a way but keeping it going the movement yeah no absolutely i think um yeah, Cassius um, loves his um, slow motion um, <laughs> effects. He 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 does seem to like. But actually, um, in this film particularly, which is about um, slowing things down, pausing, it worked really really well. So um, we we both have um, shots in there which um, you can you can. Um, using smartphone, um, you can you can just capture it, and you know, and the slow motion effects worked really well. Um, you know, for our listeners, I I love everything you're saying because it it does it the story behind the story, and how you know you were forming your story right is really important and something that um, unless you do it and unless you get started on making a film. Uh, with a story or a message, um, a lot of people don't realize that that's going to happen. The thought that goes behind it, and um, it, it really is, it's an art, but it's also, there's a science to it. Um, and I know that you're very aware of that. And um, I do want to talk, I, I do want to give you a chance to uh, talk about the music and how that worked with your film. Yeah, so um I mean I I think that um our our actual um film has been sort of um by a mobile movie magazine when they did a review they they said that um our film was actually part of a, a recently minted genre which is the documentary um fused with the music uh, music video so it is essentially both um so it's got a strong message now the music is also really important because we um co-produced the soundtrack um uh, with um so myself and my musicians um the rapper and um also there's another musician um and the the words are actually um, based on um, a poem, a very famous poem by this uh, um, person called Dorothy Ogre. And um, she actually wrote um, the poem, which the soundtrack is based on. It's called We Shall Stand for Love. And she wrote it actually two years ago um, today, which is Friday. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, to um after she um she lost her friend um in the Brussels terrorist attacks. Ooh. And instead of um reacting with anger, she she decided actually this is kind of, you know, what's happening around the world with all these attacks is awful. Um so she wrote it as a global call for peace. So it's called We Shall Stand for Love. And so we um there's uh, a rapper called Mr Lorraine and a musician uh Dan Defoe so we we co-produced the the soundtrack based on that poem so hence the the film has got a powerful i feel a personal message to all of us to actually really you know notice what's going on the really amazing things that go on around us but also um, a global movement um, for for peace and for love. So um, in 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 that uh, yeah in that respect, it's got a um, couple of really powerful messages there. You know, you're you had this in mind before you created this film. This this film was your way of what I call, speaking of weird words, right, uh, story sharing. Instead of just storytelling, it's story sharing because I believe that's what film does. It, it, it moves around the world, the story does. 
instead of staying yep. in the spot. Um, and uh, you had this cause, um, this this interest, right? And it obviously came from somewhere. Is there a story about you that brought you to this or, or something like that that you'd like to share? Um, I think, um, I think it's, um, in the work I do as a doctor and a psychology coach, um, I see a lot of really unhappy people, people who are stressed and, you know, there's a lot of conflict, uh, usually personal and with other people. And I think at the moment in the last few years, what's been happening with all the the um, the attacks on various cities, uh, including London. And I think it was um, um, really a combination of these things that brought me to this point of wanting to um, produce the film. Um, you know, having been in London, lived in London for the last uh, decade or so, and the all the recent attacks, not just here, but in the UK and globally. And uh, Dorothy Oger um, wrote that poem um, after the Brussels terrorist attack. So um, she is actually um, a friend of mine. And that's how, uh, when I approached her, uh, she was really delighted that we were producing the, the, the music soundtrack and the video. And so that's where I, you know, arrived at this point to actually make the um, the the film. Oh, that's good. So there is a connection between you and the and the poet. Um, yes. And and my condolences to her. Um, that's awful. Um, I I'm wanting to know when you you said you give TED talks or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I uh, did uh, uh, a little TEDx talk um, in India not so long ago. Uh, it's not been published yet, but yeah, it's um, it's the the theme of their TEDx event in India was actually silience. So um, the we actually the film was um, aired um, at the TEDx talk. Um, so yeah, it was, it was kind of, uh, um, screened in India, um, not so long ago. And, uh, so yeah, I do, I do do talks, um, about health, about wellbeing, um, about social impact movements. And so the, you know, I think the great thing about smartphones is that anyone can, you know, pick up the your, your phone because it's in your pocket and capture it uh, and share it. And that's the amazing thing about smartphones. Yeah, that's it's one of the reasons uh, behind me uh, creating the film festival. I think I may have shared a little bit of that with you before where um, I like to pass the baton from the, the people in Hollywood and the people with the, the big budgets and, and, um, and, and the networking to anybody and everybody, regardless of age or where they are in the world, and say, you know, you can share a story yourself um, using what you already have. And if you do that, I'll put it on the big screen, roll out the red carpet, and give you that same opportunity that other filmmakers get for sharing a, a great story. Um, and it and it does come out. Uh, or come down to the story, actually. So that is kind of a big deal. Um, and I'd like to know what you learned about mobile film that uh, will help you or what you would say to someone about sharing, especially being a psychologist, <laughs> um, how important that is for people to share their story um through that craft. Um, I have a friend who uh, made a documentary with victims, and I, I worked on a documentary with victims myself. And um, 
one of the things that I realized and that they realized was that um, being interviewed for a documentary was, um, it's not just emotional, but it's actually therapeutic um, because they are being focused on with the camera. And so they're getting attention, you know, that they wouldn't otherwise receive. Um, sometimes you're waiting for the media to tell your story and you feel like your story is meaningless without that. And I believe that the mobile phone, uh, with the camera, mobile filmmaking is one way for people to do something like this. Uh, would you recommend people do that? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, we, we all have stories and, um, we all have events uh, that have significant meaning. Um, I mean, every day. Um, and I would um, recommend that you know people tell their stories in any way, um, verbally or in written form. Uh, what's um, very powerful about the smartphone? Um, is that it is literally in your pocket. We all have access to it. I mean, especially, I mean, I'm talking about the Western world where we're we're lucky we've got access to um, smartphones. And um, I'm I'm no expert. I would, I mean, I've not been to film school. I, I would call myself a citizen filmmaker, which... Um, is you know I'm I, I went to Cassius's workshop in London and the rest of it um, uh, I've I've I'm, I'm self-taught and um, using you know the smartphone technology I would encourage anyone to if they have a short story it's um, a powerful way for lots and lots of people to view it and when other people view it if they can you know, relate in some way, it helps them or it connects them to something in the story. And that's, I think that's what's been um, something about salience that people, some people have literally been in tears after they've seen this. And that's, uh, it's been shared all over the world in many, many film festivals. And I'm really just humbled by the 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 response um, to the film, so I would encourage anyone to become, uh, as I say, uh, a citizen filmmaker um, because it's powerful in so many ways. Well, I do think that people don't really know their skills and talents until they actually put them into practice. Um, you know, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure that you watched many films before you made your own, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, um, I mean, I watch uh, lots of films. Um, you probably but grew up with them, right? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, originally, my, my, well, I'm uh, my parents are Indian. Um, but uh, we, you know, there's there's Bollywood. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say um, I watch a lot of Bollywood films, but um, they they are sort of uh, fun. Um, the, I would say the Bollywood films. Um, I uh, increasingly, um, I would say though, I I enjoy watching um, films that people like make themselves whether on YouTube or things that are shared on social media. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I find that these stories shared, um, on social media, the social media, you know, movies are things that I find, uh, really, uh, you know, fascinating more and more, um, as opposed to just the Hollywood films that we all watch. Yeah, and and the Hollywood films. I mean, most people that I that I talk to that I've never even met before, you know, you mentioned E.T. right, or um, you know which one? You know, the Steven Spielberg movie. Yes. Uh, Indiana Jones. You know, or you mentioned Walt Disney, Cinderella. You know, and even though they are cartoons, they are stories and they're films. Um, and they grew up with those, and they're watching them, and their parents watched them. 
so the and, and movies have been around for quite a long time, and so uh, we pick up those things, uh, how they're constructed, without even realizing it. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, and so you're looking at them on a screen, on a big screen or a television screen or a computer screen, and then uh, now we're watching a lot of films on our phone. And when we're watching a movie on our phone and then we're recording it on that same screen, there's something really cool that happens. Have you ever watched a, a video on your phone and you start to move your phone thinking that you're recording instead of watching <laughs> that's not happened yet no. that's happened to me several times when uh probably because i'm i'm recording and taking photographs a lot i forget my my brain sort of doesn't click that way sometimes and i go wait this is something i'm watching um but yeah there's something magical about being able to watch a movie on your phone and then recording it on that same screen that you you watch films on and with and i think that connection allows people to subconsciously somehow know um how to record a film on your on their phone and uh you know i'm sure you see little kids you know pick up the phone and take pictures um and that's just one step you know short of shooting a video um and then uh, putting things together as a story, you know, it's kind of like a puzzle, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Um, but yeah, I just, I wanted to to see what you have in the, in the future. What are your plans? Are you planning on making more mobile films now that you've had a, a little dip in the pool there? <laughs> oh, gosh, absolutely. So, um What's um, happened with uh, Silliance in London, actually, um, it's, um, it's kind of turning slowly, slowly into a bit of a movement. So what's happened is other people have been watching um, the film and they're actually making their versions of it. Um, so we've actually got Silliance uh, in Bangalore, um, a filmmaker with his, mo- uh, with his um, small camera, um, it's that's not a mobile phone, but it's a portable camera. He um, he's made one, and then another lady. She actually has never even considered filming on her mobile phone. She, um, I did a talk about this at a leadership um, workshop recently. She watched it, and she was on um, her way to um, New Delhi in India. Um, to work with her mother who runs an orphanage and what's beautiful is she created on her mobile phone Silience in New Delhi and it was really beautiful um, because it captured the Silience in the orphanage and it was a collaboration between her, her mother and her daughter who actually helped her with the editing. So that was a beautiful, beautiful um, uh, version of Silience. And so um, what we're finding is that, yeah, people are making their own versions. So um, what's exciting is um, uh, you've heard of the film breaker movement, Susie. The film Breaker movement? Film Breaker Movement. Oh, yes. I thought you meant like there was a movie called Breaker Movement. Yes, yeah, of course. No. Of course. Well, what's, what's really exciting and uh, watch this space is I actually, because you interviewed uh, Jason yeah. uh, for the last podcast. Um, we're going to, there's, there's going to be a little collaboration and we're just finalizing the, um, the details of the Film Breaker Movement. And the resilience movement. So watch this space. <laughs> very exciting. Very exciting. So that's going to be yeah, the, that sounds the good. sort of next uh, movement. And um, I am really excited that I am going to be working uh, with Cassius on a, another music documentary very soon. 
and uh, we're going to be working with a, a very young artist um, and she's written a very powerful social impact um, song that is really, really powerful. So we are going to be um, filming that in London uh, very soon. So watch this space as well. So um, a lot of things happening and uh, to do with social impact messages. Well, yeah, and music. I mean, this is this is all connected. I mean, we're talking about the phones, right? The best um, the best for sharing uh, using social media and everything. But the fact that is that we all have a phone wherever we go. Uh, we don't leave the house. Remember the old commercials? I don't know if you remember them about American Express. Don't leave home without it. Yes. Uh, well, I, I turned that into don't leave home without it, meaning your phone now. Because yes. <laughs> uh, who cares about American Express? We care more about our phones. As a matter of fact, yeah. you can pay with the phone if you forget your your wallet or whatever, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, what what I found um, actually with the mobile phone when we were just even uh, immersed in the filming is that actually there isn't much um, distance or separation between you um, as the, the filmmaker and the people that you're filming. So people, you know, didn't feel like, Wow, they're on film. It, it, it just is very natural that people are so used to the mobile phone. So it felt really fluid as we were filming in Trafalgar Square. And we came across all these people there, like the, the tango dancers that were, that, you know, happened to be dancing, the, the, the activists, the transgender activists who was uh, blindfolded with her sign, um, which which I don't know if you noticed in the movie. Yes, she, I was, did. Yeah. And I actually, you know, thought to myself, you know, that is something that was, the impact was so cool that it could have been something that uh, was directed, but it wasn't. It was very natural. Yeah, we, we literally, you know, came across her. She, she was conducting a social experiment um, she um, had a, a little cardboard message which said, uh, I believe everybody should be treated equally, no matter the ethnicity, nationality, age or sexuality. I'm transgender and proud, a hug for freedom and respect. And she was blindfolded and she was standing there in the middle of Trafalgar Square and all these people were like going and hugging her. So... Um, that was just not staged. We and that's what was happening around us in Trafalgar Square. And there were these tango dancers that you know were were doing tango dancing, and then these meditators that were um, peacefully um, kind of protesting. And there were all these street artists, and it was just amazing. And then there was this couple you know, wanting, doing a selfie, other people just chilling out, all these skaters. And I think um, what was amazing about the camera is the mobile camera is that it was very fluid and people weren't disturbed with, you know, in their tracks. Because often when you, when I filmed before with a massive camera, it can, you know, people can feel like, wow, they're on in the spotlight. But then with the mobile device, it's so small that people kind of, after like a few seconds, kind of forgot about. And, and nobody the, minds, you know, we're uh, with a big camera. People will want to know, you know, wait, what are you doing? What are you going to use this for? Blah, blah, blah. And it's it's a little... It's a little ironic because, you know, the actual audience with a big camera and a production is a little more limited than what we're shooting with our phones, which goes on social media. And it really spreads all over the place in public. But people don't mind, you know. Absolutely. So it, it, it is ironic to me. It's like, well, you care if it goes on HBO and only people who watch HBO and subscribe to it are going to see it. But you don't care when someone's shooting it where it's going to go 
all over the place on YouTube, Facebook, you know, Instagram, you name it, you know, so it's kind of, uh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we, as we were filming, um, you know, we, I mean, I got talking to all these street artists and um, they were really excited to be captured. And, you know, they, um, during the filming, um, I was, you know, hearing their stories of what they were doing on that day in April in London, in Trafalgar Square. And so, you know, they they were telling me about their stories. The tango dancers happened to be there, um, the transgender activists, the, the meditators. Um, it was beautiful um, because we were capturing all these stories and people um, enjoy sharing their stories if, if they know that people are actually listening. And it was a you know, just beautiful one-on-one interaction and sharing um, as we were filming and also afterwards, um, you know, asking them permission to share. And, you know, a lot of them were really actually quite excited and honoured that we were actually capturing them on film. So um, the, the the whole process, the message, the, the, you know, the, you know, actual during the filming and after, um, you know, just a very beautiful process. Yeah, most definitely is. And filmmaking, I've always said this, which is why um, I talk to teachers and tell them to please allow the students to do this process when creating educational videos. Uh, Well, yes, they can write an essay, but I think shooting a film um, is very educational because they have conversations with the their subjects you know uh, whether it's an expert or or someone that um, is just an interest for that story that they're going to share um, it truly is so for you you were educated in your process and talking to all the different characters in your in your film yeah absolutely and um so um, on the back of that, so I'm going to do a, um, you know, I'm going to do a, um, a little sort of section where it's it's called Silience, uh, the powerful stories, the stories behind the images. So um, it's yeah, it's it, it's just about you know the the stories of the the transgender activists and the tango dancers. So. Uh, yeah, and it, it was a beautiful process. I learned a lot and um, just uh, very powerful um, sharing those stories with the people during so, the process. So you said you plan on making more films, right? Yes. Yeah, so the the next film is with this young artist. Uh, it's going to be another music uh, video. And um, she's got a very, it's a very powerful message so it's going to be almost it didn't start out it's almost going to be like a trilogy um of social impact movement music videos so part two um because it's a very similar theme um uh, a global stand for love for peace and uh then the next music video is going to be yeah a, a very similar message um, and uh, we, we will be shooting it very soon in the next few months. So that's going to be released soon. So watch this space. Yeah, and speaking of space, um, are you going to submit that to our film festival for next year? Yeah, why not? That right? if, if, uh, it, should be, it should be done. Um, and I'm very excited because it is with uh, a very young um, artist, so um, a musician, and she has written very powerful lyrics and um it's uh yeah very excited and actually it is the daughter of uh the rapper who um rapped we shall stand for love so there's the connection there so um it's it's uh, yeah it's going to be a really um a great uh second part to the um the the trilogy 
Oh, well, so, so listeners, <laughs> yeah. next year, we're already, we haven't had this year's film festival yet. It's next month, but we're already looking forward to the next one too. Um, and I'm looking forward to sharing more of your stories because uh, that's part of what, what I'm doing this for is, is sharing your story, including this podcast. You're, you're the voice um, as a filmmaker. Yes, yeah, so thank you, Susie. I mean, it's been um, an amazing... Well, we, Cassis and I are very excited to be part of your film festival. And um, it's been really uh, an amazing opportunity for the film to be screened um, very soon at the film festival and also through this podcast. Um, and also, if anyone is listening, um, you know, all the people who are listening right now, If you want to, um, you know, produce your version of Silience, because uh, we don't have a Silience in San Diego, Susie. Yeah, so, why don't you, you actually know. go ahead and take a, a few minutes and actually explain what, in more detail, what that is and maybe some instructions so that people can do it here. Yeah, so if any, you know, if people, um, as you're listening to this uh, and you want to make your silience your version of silience so silience in san diego silience in new york silience um in mexico um it's really um about using that linguistic frame which is silience the the kind of unnoticed excellence that carries on around you every day um that you don't notice for you know, a couple of hours, go to, you know, a spot in your hometown or city and just immerse yourself like uh, myself and Cassius did for a couple of hours and capture the silience around you and then just contact me for the soundtrack and then you add that and then, you know, you've got your own version of silience and that is kind of what Um, we're going to be doing in the collaboration with Jason and the Film Breaker Movement. We're trying to encourage people to make their own versions um, all over the world. Um, so for the powerful personal message and also the social impact message for um, a global stand for love um, because of the soundtrack. That's really interesting. So on the soundtrack, they all all these films are going to use the same exact soundtrack? Yes, and that's that's mm. the yeah, so the the lady who um I met uh, when I was doing a, a a talk at a leadership workshop, she um produced Silience in New Delhi. So she she captured the Silence in the orphanage her mum's orphanage and then I just sent her the soundtrack and so she produced Silience in New Delhi and um, so she said that it was a wonderful experience she'd never shot anything like this on her iPhone and she was really kind of moved by the experience and it was a beautiful collaboration of three generations in her family because her mum owns the orphanage she captured it and then uh her young daughter actually edited it. So um, everyone, you know, um, just uses the soundtrack and uh, just follows the format. Well, you know, um, this podcast actually reaches around the globe to more than 30 countries. That would be amazing if um, listeners want to be part of this movement Um, and I mean, obviously, Susie, now you're part of the movement. So um, it would be amazing. It really would be amazing so that we've got uh, versions of Silience all over the world. That's fantastic. Well, I have a little game I'd like to play with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This probably sounds a little weird <laughs> to our listeners. Just the way that I said that. Um, But um, 
I was thinking about um, about your well. Let's see. You've got twenty seconds to do this. Uh, what we call our shout out game. What would you like the theme to be? Um, I guess uh, it could be about uh, causes. It could be about like causes, social impact, messages, and causes. I guess okay. that are important. All right. I just wanted to you to pick that because uh, you know I wanted to make sure that you were comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, sure. So okay. Are you ready? I am. Are you gonna? You're gonna do the timing. Oh yeah. Yeah, you just leave the easy part for me. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, uh, get set and go. So I think that the, the, the real important causes right now are global peace, uh, standing for love, um, health, well-being um, for individuals and for people around the world, equality. Perfect timing. There you go. I'm well trained. Yeah. You have an instinct for time. Does that come with your profession that you have to time people? Yes. Yeah, it comes with my, (laughs) yes, profession. Yes. I can't tell you the number of movies I've seen where someone's pouring their heart out, right, to their therapist or something. And they say, just when they're getting to the heart of it, they say, all right, time's up. (laughs) Yeah. Save it for the next time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Being a, a doctor and a psychology coach, yeah, Aww. we we yes. <laughs> uh, that that must be a tough job, uh, but I do think that it gives you definitely an insight into what you're doing, um, and into expressing it in your in your films, and in your stories. Absolutely. I mean, as a as a doctor and a psychology coach, I'm getting glimpses into people's uh, everyday lives and um, you know they they come with their stories and it really um, does it's yeah I mean it, it informs my filmmaking so it's it is um, very much an important force uh, and energy uh, and impetus behind the filmmaking most definitely I have actually really enjoyed and um, it's like I said before, part of what I love about my job is learning through not just from the podcast, but even when people uh, when I have conversations with people when they come to the film festival and also just even messaging and emails, um, you name it. I've met so many interesting people and everyone has stories uh, to share. And I love each and every one of them. Um, and I feel like I've learned a lot just from your your interview or our discussion uh, with you. Um, do you think it's possible? Just some people like to read, as you know, and others don't. Most likely, if they're listening to this podcast, they some of them will read the notes, and some won't. So uh, I'm going to add links to our notes here on this podcast. But for those who don't go there to read it, how about you just uh, mention your websites and where people can follow you and how to contact you? Yes, yeah, so I've got um, I've got a, um, a profile, a smartphone profile on Film Freeway. So um, if anyone wants to contact me, uh, they can just um, contact me through there. My email is on there. Uh, also, follow me on Twitter. Uh, or if you want to contact me on Facebook as well. Uh, very open to to people getting in touch. So on Film join. Freeway, they go to what? They go to filmfreeway.com slash... Yeah, and just Dimple Devardis. Okay. Um, so, uh, and then you, they can see the, the, the film and there's... a bit of information on the background and they can contact me through that and um you have you said you also have a twitter is your twitter handle the same thing yeah it's just simple devadas yeah so it's just uh uh yeah so that's for our viewers that's d-i 
M M P L E and D E V A D A S. There you go. Devadas. Yeah, they need to hear that part. <laughs> now, now, now we're sounding like a commercial, but you know, yeah. if, if you don't say it, they just sort of wander away. <laughs> uh, and it's the same with Facebook. And then, and then you, so you, outside of Film Freeway, do you have an actual separate website, or is that something you plan to do? Um, the the yeah, perhaps. I mean, I, or a blog, I do, maybe. Yeah, maybe because I do so many. Um, different things um i it's kind of like having separate websites for all of the activities i do um so at the moment it's on film freeway um so um i will probably be creating other websites right now yeah, yeah. but i'm kind of being busy doing the stuff and then it's like capturing it isn't yeah it? not like i don't know what that's like <laughs> 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 yeah but i would suggest if I may, to create a blog or something with with your with this in mind, because since you're you you can share the videos there, but you can also share the stories behind the videos from people and and write about it, because I think you're a natural storyteller. Oh, thank you. Yes, I think that. Um, I mean, this this was only meant for one you know I I, I I made the film with Cassius not knowing um, the 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 actual impact and the that the, this film would be traveling all over the world I mean we've had we've actually been really fortunate to have won so many um, international film independent film awards all over the world uh, for best mobile film and been part of so many wonderful film festivals um, including yourself from you know in three continents Asia Europe uh, uh, North America so it's been amazing and I am really as I said before humbled by the the success and the impact um, so there'll definitely be more mobile films and uh, I will be creating a, a website. Uh, <laughs> no, to pressure. This platform. no pressure. Now. No pressure. Well, now. no, no. That that's actually that's wonderful. See, and uh, for our listeners, if you do get one thing out of this, outside of what I hope you got from Dimple, is the fact that you really don't know the power of your story until you've shared it. Absolutely. I would say, you know, if you, you know, I think if you've got a story, you now just pick up your phone and go and just try, try filming it. Because I really, you know, didn't realize that we would be, this film would be traveling all over the world. And because a, a lot of people, you know, probably, you know, I mean, myself included, we, we think, oh, we're not good enough to do this. You know, I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not this, you know. But I would say have the courage, pick up your phone. There's loads of um, film, short film courses. Go and do a film course like I did. Uh, Cassius is, um, you know, Cassius ran a very short, Cassius Rayner, he runs a, a lots of film workshops and I'm actually going to talk about my experience actually at one of Cassius Rayner's film workshops today on mobile filmmaking in London shortly after. I'm going to get on the tube and go into uh, South London and go and talk about this because I was one of you know the participants in a very short film workshop and now, you know, I've been, you know, really fortunate to have my film with Cassius um, screened all over the world and with all these awards. But the, the main thing is it's had such an impact and it's resonated with so many people and people are kind of inspired to do their own versions and do their own filmmaking. And so that's been pretty awesome. So, yeah. If anyone's listening, you you can do it. Go go and be yeah. inspired. Be, be inspired, exactly. I love that that I say it all the time. Just be inspired. Just do it. So 
Thank you, uh, Dimple. Uh, is there any <laughs> last words? <laughs> I would just say um, stay inspired, be inspired to share your story and um, your message. Um, you just don't realize how powerful people don't realize how powerful they are um, and their stories can be powerful. So that's why I would say be inspired and share uh, mm -hmm. on your mobile film. You bet. Boy, can you do my commercials too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Susie. Thank you for inviting me to be your guest in this podcast. And, um, you know, uh, people are listening. Go, go ahead and buy your tickets. Yeah, well, I'm just... Festival. I'm so glad that we made it work. It's late here and it's really early there and we still make it work. There's no excuse, right? There's no excuse. Um, <laughs> that's that's the beauty of what's what's happening right now. And it's all connections yeah. through these stories. I, you know, I've been connected with you. I've been connected, you know, um, with Jason now, the Film Breaker Movement. And um, who knows, you know, the people who are listening right now, how many, you know, of, you know, I hope people get in touch because these connections are powerful. You you'd never know what they're going to uh, result in. And uh, it's it's exciting. Yeah, and you just mentioned a few people, including myself, yourself, Jason, Cassius, and I know a lot of people that are very passionate about something. And that's the perfect formula for mobile filmmaking. Thank you, Dimple. You rock. <laughs> oh, you rock too. Take right. care. Good night. Good night. <laughs>